Good morning from the person whose birthday is only three days away. Oh, I'm excited. And where Christmas is exactly one week away. Oh, but he's slightly concerned, but not stressed externally because has not completed all of the Christmas shopping, but also doesn't know when they'll do it, but most likely just won't finish it. It's Sean. How are you today? So today we are going to go over peak week and what happened during my first ever peak week and the whole adventure of summer shredding 2021. And that was so cool. Well, October summer shredding because it was one in June. Um, if you haven't listened to it yet, stop what you're doing. I know it's it said it's 23 minutes. Just like bite the bullet. You got to listen to the last episode because I talk about why I got into bodybuilding and it it's a good lead up into this because this is basically the story of my first bodybuilding show and all of the fun and amazing things that happened during that. So I need you to stop, hit pause. We're at two minutes in. You can wait. Listen to the 20 minute one. Listen to it on your drive to work or listen to it on your drive home. Or interrupt your boss and say, hey, I got to go do some work. Go into your office and then turn this on. Don't even open your computer. Like, just just sit with this on. He'll think you're on a business call. It'll work. I promise. I, I don't promise that. Don't do that. It's um, You'll probably get fired. And I don't want to be responsible for that. Um, so, basically, went through all the prep stuff. We have done months of prep. I started it back in July. We went through... 4th of July, and birthday parties, and family reunions, and all of the things where there is lots of food. And I I would like to say, I, I think I did really, really well on prep and like sticking to diet stuff. I also found out a lot of really cool foods and like recipes to make. And the one thing about prep that I did not like, and I feel like he has this magical ability to do this. Um, my coach, Harry, which I'll talk, I talked about him in the first episode, he has an almost supernatural ability to like message me like, hey, we're about to change the macros. Here they are. Or we're changing the macros. He has this almost supernatural ability to send me that as I'm cooking dinner slash lunch. So like, I'll make like, ah, okay, I've gotten into the into the groove of like these new macros. I just got settled on like this really nice recipe. I'm in the middle of cooking, literally like, uh, I don't know exactly how many times he's done it. And it's not intentional at any point because I don't post that I'm cooking and then he sees it and then sends that to me. Like there's no, I don't know what way he knows when I'm doing this, but it's it's comically consistent. Um, I'll be like in the middle of cooking and then I get a message or I see or get the notification like, oh, the macros have changed. And I go over and check it and I'm like, I'm literally making this stir fry because I'm like, ah, I can have this. It helps me finish my macros for today and it gives me a bit of a jump for tomorrow. And then I look and I'm like, I can't have this tomorrow. And I probably shouldn't have this today if the macros just changed. Probably stick to the stick to the new ones. I'm like, I just made the that actually happened one time, and I legitimately cried because I had finished cooking this like stir fry pasta, and it had like I 
forgot what all it had in it, but I was so proud of it. And I had my phone like playing music and I set my phone to vibrate. So I didn't even see that I got the notification that like it had changed. And I walk over at the end of eating, grab my phone and I see the notification and I'm looking at it and I'm like, this was so good, but I cannot make it. I, I was, I was so sad, but it was, it's kind of, it's funny. Like genuinely it is funny because the consistency there, I don't know how he does it. It's witchcraft. Um, basically, that's neither here nor there, but I don't know how he does it. He's a witch. Um, you're a wizard, Harry. Oh my, you're a I just blew my own mind with that, and I'm I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. Um, so then you get to like, okay, it is the... So also another thing that happened is around August, like mid-August, the car I planned on driving down to Houston just decided, you know what, we're just going to almost catch fire on the highway. That sounds cool. While you're driving to work. And I'm like, could you not do that? That's also a good idea. Could you also not do that while I'm in the car? So I'm driving down the highway and then like, I'm driving and I had like the windows cracked a little bit and I'm like, Ooh, gross. That smells like burnt popcorn. Roll up the windows. And then I'm looking and then I see this, like the sort of like steamish smoke coming out of the hood down the passenger side. And I'm like, Oh, that's me. Hmm. So I call my boss. I'm like, Hey, um, Will, I will be there in about, Six minutes, the car is smoking, and I'm going to need you to be outside in case this does not end well. But I will make it to work, because I clock in in about eight minutes. And I'm going to go clock in first before I handle this, because what we're not about to be is late. And Will's like, Sean, just don't die. And I'm like, I can't promise anything. I'm not in control of the situation anymore. <laughs> um, so we get up to, like, get up to work. Everything is good. Get the car back home. All of that. And I spend the like all of August, all of September, and majority of October just trying to fix this car so I can drive it down to Houston. And I spend so much money on it. I spend so much money on trying to fix this. And at the last minute, we found out one of the like we fixed a lot of the stuff, but like we found out one of the other issues is it's a very old car. Like the car is as old as I am. And we find out they're like, oop, that transmission, she gone. She gone. She was never there. She clocked out a long time ago. So basically, the night, well, the day before, I planned on leaving to go down to Houston because I was going to spend a week there. So I'm like, I just want, like, one, I want to take two or three, like, three days before the competition to just, like, Explore Houston, explore the area, go to the Dallas World Aquarium, which is honestly the best part of the trip. One of my favorite parts of the trip. I'm not going to say the best, but it was one of my favorite parts of the trip. And then also go to the Houston Zoo and then the museum and just explore the Houston area. And like, it's amazing. Um, so I'm like, okay, the day before, I'm like, do I need to cancel some of the days for my Airbnb to cut down on cost? Do I need to do X, Y, Z? 
how much of this do I need to just utterly drop for this? And out. I did not, I have not said this to anyone, but the night before the competition, I was genuinely thinking of just not going. Well, the night before I was going to head down to Houston for the competition, I was genuinely just like, I might just not go because I have dumped about two to 300. Well, not two to 300. I'd say about three, about three, minimum $300 on just trying to fix this car. And then I got a message from my sister telling me that like my dad had been spent the whole day trying to work on it and basically saying like, yeah, she gone. Ain't nothing we can do. She's dead in the water. She's dead on arrival. It ain't happening. And I'm like, great. All this time that I've spent and all the money that I've spent on this just to find out it's not going to work. Hmm. I, did I feel like wasted time? 100%. Did I feel like wasted money? Oh, by far. So I'm like, I just might not go because I've wasted all this money already. And I got to drive down there. And the only other vehicle that I could take down there is this big, like the larger truck that we have that is very, very poor on gas. So I'm like, I'm going to have to fill up so often with this vehicle. And gas prices are already as high as they are in mid-October. And I'm like, it might not, it might just make sense for me not to go and just sort of like cancel the whole thing, not compete. And then I was like, nah, nah, I spent too much time on this prep. I have not eaten so many things that I refuse to just like let this end without me not going. So without me going. So I toss all the stuff in the truck and I get ready for the morning. To which I go like, I get home from after the gym because I went to the gym like that day and like hung out with a few friends and i'm like okay get walk in the door toss my stuff down instantly go into packing mode and i toss everything in like where it's supposed to go put it in the truck i'm ready click in the morning my plan was to leave at five or not five seven i think it was no we almost leave at seven because i wanted to get at the, the dallas world aquarium at 11 when they opened and i was ready mm. Not when they opened, but when I had my scheduled arrival thing. Got there. It was amazing. Oh, oh, I have so many good pictures. I have so many good pictures. And that's a beautiful aquarium. Like, I need to go back again. Um, then, now I don't know why, but there is nothing in between Dallas and Houston down that little, like, highway and I almost dozed off on the highway at least seven times. And I'm like, I need to call someone. So I ended up calling my mom who lives in Japan. So I'm like, good, someone who's awake at this time because it's also like getting dark and many people are like heading to sleep. And I'm like, I need to talk to a person because I'm gonna fall asleep on the wheel in the highway. And this is not gonna end too well because I've got Two hours left of driving before I get reached the Airbnb and then I can actually sleep. <sighs> so basically that's where we are. Get down there. And it's beautiful. It's amazing. I'm like driving down the highway through downtown Houston. I'm like, oh, this place is gorgeous. I love it. It's so cool. I get to the Airbnb and I pass out. First thing I do. 
I bring all my stuff in. I didn't even set anything up. I just set it on the couch and I was out. It was gone. It was okay. Um, then we get through like the leading up to competition day. Meet people that I've only seen online. Oh my, I saw, I went to the gym, like to Alpha Elite, like the, the gym that's basically hosting the competition. And I'm like, starstruck because i see dorian and lt there and i'm like these guys are famous genuinely i saw i i did not my biggest regret of the whole trip is i saw dorian lt and evan all like minimum two to three times and the only person I ever actually talked to was Evan because I'm like, cause he was also competing and I just happened to see him like on, not happen to see him. It was, I'd be more shocking if I didn't see him at all during competition day. But like, I was like, starstruck. I can't, I can't communicate with you. I'm sorry. I would love to communicate with you, but I can't. But then like, I'd never talked to LT or Dorian for the sole reason like, you guys are famous. And I just, I can't even wrap my head around the fact that I'm in this building with you all, let alone I am in this building with you all multiple times throughout this week that I've been here. I, I'm broken. I'm broken. I, I can't do this. It's not, uh, yeah, no. So, <laughs> but the one, like I did talk to Harry and I was like, okay, Mm, at least I know one person here and I've only talked to you on the phone. So like, it's really nice to actually meet you in person. Really great per human being. Genuinely, guys, the photos don't do it justice. This man is like actually huge. And I'm not going to lie. It did shock me first time I actually saw him in person. I was like, wow, I am tiny. I'm like, I'm like, oh, since like, sort of like practicing posing, like, wow. I, I feel great. I feel like I look huge. And then Harry walks up and I'm like, why am I competing? Why am I here? I don't belong in this building. It's not worth it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, past all of that, we're practicing pose. We're doing an actual like posing practice with Harry there. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, oh, this is fun. And it becomes real to me that like, I'm about to go stand on a stage and compete in a competition where I have to like pose in shorts and I'm like, this is weird. Sean would never, but here he is. What the heck? So weird set of emotions going on where I'm like, what is going on? So the next day goes on and we've got to get our spray tans done. It's like the day before the competition. We are excited. Everyone's ready. Like there's a whole energy some people are like dead from peak week because that's also when like the diet is most strict um most strict are like more intense and um some people are dead they're like skeleton face I'm like oh god oh i i hope you're okay i i wish you a burger after all this is over peace be upon you um so we're going like to get our spray tan. When I tell you the absolute worst part of competition 
is the spray tan. I'm not even going to lie. I hate it. I hated every second of it for three reasons. One, I hate the smell of it. It smells just, oh, mm, it smells like paint, but like not like regular paint smell. It smells like old paint. And I'm like, oh, I do not like this. So I don't like it for that. I don't like it because like I'm a person who I enjoy taking showers. I do. I would take three showers a day if I could just stop at work and just come home, take a shower, and then go back to work. Like, I wish that was, like, I love I love showers. I do. But after you get your spray tan for a competition, you're told, don't shower because you're going to wash it off. And I'm like, what? I literally got home after that, and I'm like, I'm going to go take a shower. And I'm like, I can't take a shower. I can't take a shower. And I literally had to talk myself out of taking a shower every hour after like that mm, no not a fan of that so the third reason i don't like it is i'm like it's i gotta wear it ruined my jacket well not ruined because it did wash out but like they're like oh you need to wear like long sleeves to go to bed i'm like okay i didn't pack long sleeves because i'm like i'm going to south texas I don't need long sleeves. Didn't think about that. I did have like long pajama pants. So I guess that helped. But I just wore like a hoodie that was a little big. I was like, okay, I'll just wear this. It was a white hoodie. It was a white hoodie. By the end of that, by the end of like the trip, the hoodie had turned like a pale brownish, like tan color because all of like the tan has like, brushed off on the inside and like me touching my arms and stuff and like they sort of like sitting down or, like sitting against anything it's gotten on the outsides so like this white hoodie has turned almost tan and I'm like I just wanted a white hoodie and I enjoy this hoodie too it's really nice I like it um I just wanted that and that just the worst part of the whole experience was the spray tan. I, mm, you have to do it twice because you do it the day before. And then the day of, you go and you get like touch-ups and you just get a good like coat just to, just to clean up the lines and things. Anything that got brushed off between first coat and second coat. And um, then, now here's my confession that I had from the last episode that I did not tell you guys. So part of the day before is that evening we got to go and visit Alpha Land, which is basically the new Alpha Elite, but she had a glow up. Like she went off, not like a regular, like, oh, new hair and who this. Like she went off, took a summer in Europe, went and explored, found herself, and came back as a whole new person with like a whole new vibe. This that's Alpha Elite to Alpha Land. Like she went off and she's glowing she here there's apparently going to be three gyms and like so much more and like a restaurant in it how i how i understood it it's like either a restaurant or like a cafe style thing with like tons of outlets where you can like bring your laptop and work i i love getting to tour it so we got to actually like tour that before it opens because it opens january 1st and it's beautiful i loved it I was really, I got captivated by like a TV screen that had fish on it because I'm Sean 
and I sat there for like 10 minutes just watching this screen that had a bunch of fish on it because I'm like, oh, look at all those pretty fish. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, no. Everyone else is like, wow, look at this cool gym equipment. Look at look at the the um like the restaurant thing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But look at this fish. Look at that. That's just pretty. Sean. There's so many better things here than just the fish on a TV screen, but okay. So part of that was we got to meet Christian Guzman. Now, for those of you who don't know, i.e. um I'm not going to finish that. Um, Christian Guzman is Alpha Lee. Like, that is his child. That is his That is his thing. Also on that, Alpha Land, which, of course, because Alpha Land is Alpha Lee's, like, re- revamp. Um, he is, oh, he's a lot of things. And he basically has become this big, like, inspirational person in the fitness community. Now, if you listen to the last episode, I only just recently learned who Seabum is, and that is a name that's thrown around often. I had no clue who Christian Guzman is. No clue whatsoever. So part of us being at Alpha Land was getting to meet and like have like a meet and greet with him. I am like, oh cool, who's this guy? I Mind you, I did not say that. I didn't say it out loud, but in my head, I'm like, why is everybody lining up? I'm I'm confused. I don't know what's going on. And I'm sitting there with Phil and Marcy, and Marcy is a huge fan of him. Like, she is, mm, she is into this. She's here for it all. And it has been her dream to meet him. So I'm standing here with them because I know them from, like, Instagram, we became like really good friends, and we're we basically hung out most of the time that I was down there. I'm standing in line with them because she's real excited to meet him, and I'm like, I guess I'll just stand in line with you guys. I don't know what's going on. I literally did not know who this man is, and I'm about to compete in his competition and like the competition that he created. When I tell you, I didn't know the words. Like there are no words that I can say to put in. To, to give the emotion I had during that moment. Everyone is like lining up. They're super excited. They're like, oh, I'm going to get to meet him and take a photo with him. And so we get up front. Marcy hands like goes into like this whole, like her speech with him and she's talking with him. She shakes hands, takes photos and we're good. Um, Phil, I believe he went up and he, was, he took photos. And then like the lady who's like directing the line looks at me and I'm like, no, thanks. I'm, I'd feel very disrespectful if I did, because I'm like, I don't know this man. I know absolutely nothing about this person until just three minutes ago when I'm in line and Marcy is telling me about him. I felt, I mean, the imposter syndrome doesn't count for this. I feel like it's something beyond imposter syndrome. I felt so like nobody, no one in this building would believe me if I said these words out loud. So I'm going to keep them in, like, keep them in, and no one will know because, dear God, this is probably the most embarrassing thing to say amongst this group of people who are so excited to, like, when I say there was a line, I mean, we stood in line for about 40 minutes minimum, and then by the time we got to the front, the line had had stayed the same length, if not gotten longer. Like, 
Hmm. Who? So after all of that, we go on and um, the next day of the competition, competing. I am, I've never experienced a show day before. And I'm excited. I woke up, went, like turned on the TV. And I'd already talked to Harry and he'd like given me tips on like snacks and things to eat and like what to go for and like the really like cool stuff to, or not cool, but, like the regular stuff to eat and also some like tips and tricks, like stay with it. So I'm like, I think it was, I get one rice cake with a serving of peanut butter on it sprinkled with salt. Now, when I say I read that and I was like, I signed up for this. I actually signed up to do this. And this is what it comes with, Sean. So you got to do that. I was so reluctant to do that. But after I ate it, and it might just be, maybe it's just I, I fell in love with it because it was the one thing I had. But I now eat that regularly. And I'd like to blame Harry for that. Because that was actually a really good thing. And I enjoy it now. I actually had it as part of my breakfast today. So, mm. but it's good. It's so good. It's probably not good because it's high in salt. Because you put like the sprinkle of salt and like peanut butter already is a little salty. So like, it's probably not good for like staying hydrated, but it tastes really good. So we're going to keep doing it. So I'm eating that like, I think it was, it's either every hour or it was every other hour. I don't remember. So I'm like, I'm eating that. And I felt really good. And I'm like, mm, sitting at home, waiting to go there because like, there's like a morning show and then there's a later show. And I'm, I was part of the later show. And I'm like, I'm not going to get there and sit there all day because then I'm going to get antsy and I'm going to see all these competitors and get very like stressed. Cause I'm like, I don't belong here. <laughs> so... I'm like, I'm going to sit at home and I'm going to watch some PBS Eons, um, basically do like a whole marathon. And that was, it was a good, good choice. It was a great choice for me. It fit my whole vibe and I'm about it. It made me very calm the whole day. Um, so the time comes where I need to, where I'm like, need to go and get to the show, like to the place to do the show. And I'm actually going to... <laughs> I'm going to make this a two-part one because I'm going to stop here. I'll release this one. And then we'll do show day onward because this whole trip was an experience. And I don't want to cut anything out. And I also know that I don't want to make this super long. So I'm going to stop this here. And we're going to come back to it in the next episode. Um, I'll probably release the next episode. This one's going out Sunday. We'll see. I want to try and release it at a different time because I want to do a birthday episode. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We just don't know. But hope you guys have... Oh, sorry. I almost forgot the animal fact. Today's animal fact comes from Spencer, who suggested we talk about the nine-banded armadillo. Now, this one is one of my favorites. And it's that armadillos, in general, have identical twins or identical sets for their young, which are called pups. The nine banded specifically almost always will have 
four identical trip, uh, quadruplets for babies. It's really cool. And also, if you just need a little bit of like touch of cuteness for the day, just Google nine banded armadillo pups. And it's amazing. They're precious. It's it's just beautiful. Have a wonderful day and hope to see you guys back here next time.